hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Sucker Time. The number one award-seeking comedy podcast about comedy. Podcast. And here's your host, internationally recognized comedy podcast podcaster, Mark Hershaw. Yes, once again, it is I, Mark Hershon, host and dresser for Epi 116C of Suckatash, the comedy podcast podcast. This is the third of the interviews I've had during the course of this year's Los Angeles Podcast Festival. And this time I'm talking to Sean Merrick, a producer of podcasts that find their home on the Sideshow Network. Sean and I have known each other since before there was a Sideshow Network, back when he was producing Pod Crash with Chris Gore past guests on our Epi 142 and friend of the show. And although I knew he battled and survived a fight against Hodgkin's lymphoma, I didn't realize that he's one of the storylines that weaves their way through Earbuds, the podcast documentary, which had a preliminary screening last night at the Podfest. We talk about both his illness and his appearance in the movie as part of our chat. For those podcasters out there curious about podcast networks and how to possibly approach them with an interest in joining their lineup, we go there as well. We also talk about the podcast that he and his wife, Jen Stansfield Merrick, co-hosts Worst Collection Ever, a comic book podcast about comic books that most people don't even seem to care that much about. With his extensive experience on the other side of the podcast, Mike, Sean's got a great perspective on the industry, both as an entertainment medium and as a viable source of income. Keep on checking in on our stream this weekend as I continue to upload interviews just as soon as I can clean up the audio as best I can and drop them online. And I appreciate you telling your friends and passing the Succotash. Uh, joining me at the Succotash microphones is Sean Merrick. <coughs> Hello. Of the uh, uh, Sideshow Network. Yes, thank you. Thank you for and, having uh, me, He is uh, gracing the screen in the Earbuds documentary. You get quite a bit of screen time. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, Chris and Graham kind of followed my journey uh, from when I was sick. Uh, I mentioned. I think I mentioned this last. I mentioned this last year. Yeah, you had some some form of lymphoma. I had had Hodgkin's lymphoma, stage two Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I uh, was pretty much working my way through it at the time when they came to interview me, and uh, they were just like, "Hey, you know, can we, you know, follow you around a bit, you know, with regard to." Um, you know, getting your treatment and stuff like that, so that shows up. Yeah. Um, and I got to kind of talk about what it's like going through that, and also having uh, having this, you know the job as a producer with Sideshow, which you know, as I've said before in the movie, and I say a lot, it's a fantastic job because I get to work with so many great people and you know work with so many great shows. So yeah. it's, uh, it's a blast. And uh, but you know, yeah, I got to be pretty raw in that doc, and uh, I was uh, they did a great job. Were you surprised how much of you ended up on the screen? Not really. Oh, okay. uh, the, 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 I was hearing from the editors, they were like, hey, you're in this a lot. And I'm like, all right. Okay. I, and it took a lot. Actually, there, I was surprised I, there wasn't more of it, because they took a lot more footage. But then again, that's documentary filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, they, they, there's tons of footage they must have. It's unbelievable. But yeah. uh, the, the movie turned out a lot more touching than I thought it was going to be. You know, the stories that they ended up yeah, focusing on, right? Yeah. But I was just happy they got my cat in there. 
that was one of my big. That was, my, my wife was especially excited because she appears in her a few times with Jen, and she sees that uh, we saw our cat be feeding the cat, and I was like, oh, that's so great! That makes me happy. Oh, that's but, nice. Yeah, I, I I was surprised. I actually got in a few frames towards the end. Yeah. When they were in the podcast lab. I'm surprised they didn't interview you at all. They figured they would. Uh, yeah, you're always the, always the bridesmaid podcast, never the groom. <laughs> the groom. <laughs> But I, I am, uh, I, I don't know, maybe secretly delighted that uh, I, I'm actually reviewing the podcast on um, the Chill Pack Hollywood show with Dean Haglin and Phil okay. Ernest on uh, Monday night, they're going to call me, okay. when they were doing their show, and they're in it. Yeah, they're in a lot. But yeah. you never hear from them. They only show them talking, but yeah. you never hear from them. Yeah, Dean gets a lot of play. There's even a picture of me and Dean together in there. That's right. We got that in there, so yeah. But again, there's no, they never actually captured any of their dialogue, which was just, again, entertaining for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, well, I'm surprised. You know, it's, it, it, there's so much footage that they had to deal with, because it's like, I mean, literally in the beginning, they mentioned, like, there's a lot of podcasts out there, so we might not get to yours. So, so how is your health now? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I've been six, almost two years clean at this point. I was, you know, I was probably about six months out after the first la- about last year. So, I've been good pretty since. Um, so things have been going well. You know, I it's still a weird process going through it because you think. You know, every day it's like, you know, something happens, and you're like, oh man, that that feels weird. That you know, oh, yeah. this is is this is this it? Is this that it? Is it coming back? And, yeah, because I mean, well, you know, it's also hard to when you when you're you read a lot of news you know, stories and stuff like that. Greg Barron kind of going through something similar. Um, and then there was that football player, uh, Eric Berry, for the Kansas City Chiefs had exactly the same situation that I went through. Oh, really? And uh, he's back playing, you know. And, uh, and then oh, there's I thought a, you meant he was, he was, he was uh, producing podcasts. Yeah, 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 <laughs> on the, uh, you know, with the Chiefs and stuff. I mean, and even uh, Phil, uh, Phil Elliott from Def Leppard, same thing. So it's one of those things where I'm like constantly, it's in my face, and I'm like, I was like, oh, man, am I okay? Is everything okay? You know, but I'm, I'm statistically... I'm doing great, and I feel pretty good. Um, you know, I'm growing my hair back. I'm looking. I'm trying to be more robust. The key, the key to when you're sick is they tell you to eat, eat a lot, so you have lots of energy. I think I overdid it. <laughs> they tell you, like literally, like the, the the literature they send you is like, they're like, all right, so what you need to do is you need to keep up like your dairy and then your protein. So like ice cream is good, and like if you have like graham crackers, put like ice cream between. Just like make ice cream sandwiches off everything. Wow. And I'm like, and I was like, okay, that sure. Sounds, that sounds like some sort of magical kids diet. It is. It's like I'm like, I'm like, are you sure? You're like, you don't think I'm like a ten year old boy or something? Like, what's going on? But but I was on this uh, high protein low carb diet a, a few years ago and as I got off it the people I was doing the program with said well now you can have for breakfast you can have yogurt you can have cereal you can have this and this and this and so I would have that for the entire breakfast and my wife goes I don't think they meant all of it at the same time yeah exactly you're supposed to kind of parse it out <laughs> that's the thing I haven't really figured out yet is like you know eating a bunch and like then not eating a bunch you know it's it's it, I just, I'm just so used to like being like oh I gotta live I gotta live I gotta live I don't wanna don't want it to happen again so yeah but I'm doing good I'm doing good and thank you for asking me. sure and how is uh, Sideshow Network doing Sideshow Network is rocking um, we 
have uh, we've had some great some great high profile high profile shows join us in the past year. Uh, I know Gilbert Gottfried's doing quite well. That's right. Uh, we also launched. Uh, oh, oh, um, we also had. Uh, we also had this for you. We also had. What you call it? We had uh, Patty Stanger join our network. Okay. Um, we've also had some recent shows too, called one called Date Fails, with Stephen Kramer Glickman and uh, Kate Quigley, two comedians that are kind of like doing like a TMZ crazy stories kind of deal. Okay. And they're and they're they're really hitting on all cylinders right away off the bat. You know, we're working with uh, Lo Bosworth from uh, The Hills, and her and a couple of her friends are doing a show called Lady Lovin'. Which is a kind of like a, a girl. It's a girl talk podcast, but you know they're bringing some comedians in, and they're and they're based out of New York City, so like it's kind of like Sex in the City kind of vibe. Okay. So I mean, we're, we're diversifying the network, and we're bringing on some you know there's some wild really cool things in the works. Also, the uh, we're very close to having. Uh, another studio soon. Oh, really? In, yeah, that's uh, right. Near the Hollywood Improv. Nice. So that's that's coming up real soon, and uh, we'll be hopefully we'll be even more words about that. And uh, I have a podcast myself on the Sideshow Network. My wife and I have uh, joined the ranks doing a show. Yeah, we're doing a show called uh, Worst Collection Ever. Worst Collection Ever? Tell me more. Worst Collection Ever is basically, it's it's been done out of necessity <laughs> because my wife and I, living in Los Angeles, there's a lot of comic book stores that sell a lot of comic books for cheap. And I just kind of got really into comic books a lot more. So I'm like, I'm just into buying a lot of like random issues of like series from like the 80s and 90s. And... 90s, 70s, whatever, and it's like some of it's just batshit insane, and we just have a lot of fun reading it. So we're like, well, our comic book collection is worth. Like, if we were to go to like the flea market, if we were, if we were to go on say comic book bank, it'd be like. I think we could sell this for a thousand dollars. They'd be like, "You're gonna get five bucks for this." Because <laughs> literally, that's how much it's worth. And there's some good stuff in there, but most of it is just track. <laughs> so we're like, we're gonna go issue through issue and just kind of talk about stuff, talk about our issues. So uh, you know, we've had great, uh, great episodes about like. Darkhawk from the 90s, a Marvel's Darkhawk. Uh, we did one. We do a lot of them about Superman and Batman. There's a lot of like DC Comics presents and like Brave and the Bull, like stuff from like the 80s where it's like Batman is, uh, you know, Batman's teaming up with the elongated man and like just ridiculousness is happening, you know, in the DC universe before they got all stupid with it, you know. So we're, we're just going through it and it's a lot of fun. And uh, Mark, I did promise you. We are going to do some sort of Creeper-related right. material. That's right. One I brought of my favorite unsung heroes, the Creeper. We talked about it last year, and I brought you something, and I brought you this Hawk and Dove from the '90s. Sure, I remember Hawk and Dove. And this is the uh, not the not the uh, the Steve Ditko version, yeah. but the uh, the Don Granger Hank Hall version of Hawk and Dove, and. 
But the creeper's on it, and he's all over. He's marking his name on there and on the cover. And then I we read this one, and I was like, okay, we're gonna do this. And he's literally one 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 image. That's the creeper, man. He gets the short end of the stick every I know, time. And it's not fair to you. I think we could do better. All right. So we're gonna break. We're gonna break it. I have a DC couch present with him and Superman. Oh, you? I think that's where we're gonna go with. That's beautiful. I, I also have a brave and a bold. So we're gonna we're gonna make it hot. It's okay, gonna happen. Let's do it. Let's do it. So for my podcaster listeners, the ones that are doing their shows, you know, yes. they're out there in the hinterlands, they're overseas, whatnot. Now that more and more of these podcast networks are beginning to form up, how does somebody approach a sideshow network and say, I, I've got a show that I think would be great for your life? Well, I would prefer something as diverse as possible, like something that isn't anything else like we already have. Sure. Like we already have. And that, yeah, I, mean, I understand that other shows may have, you know, same similar, but I would prefer that they knew what we do and what we have to offer and what we could also, you know, what they could bring to us. Right. That's very important to me. Also, I, we, we, all have to, we also have to kind of be, you know, in the mindset of like, how can we sell this show? How can we promote the show and get a lot of return of our investment? Right. So it kind of has to have something that could bring to that table as well. It's got to be somehow commercial, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, because we were saying, especially looking at some of the roster that we have, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of big names on there. There's also a lot of names that have their hands in different areas of uh, of the of, of entertainment and have some influence on there. And we want to be able to bring that to. Uh, to our listeners, you know, it's just like I feel that's kind of what we've, we've kind of come to expect at this point. So that's kind of where we're at. And uh, but but I'm, I I personally I'm open to hearing any sort of pitch though because you never know. Sure. You never know. I like I like being able to find out what's out there what people are actually trying to do. So I mean I you know it's. So do you guys have an official way that they can submit their idea? Is there a way you can suggest that they? Uh, Sideshownetwork.tv. We have our, our email on there, and in fact. People listen to the show and they want to contact me directly. It's uh, Sean at sideshownetwork.tv. Okay. You can reach out to me. I'm, I'm, I will uh, I will chat with you, you know, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what's good. I shudder to see the sort of entries you might get on a day to day basis. You know, I, 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 it's not nearly as many as you would think, but, you know, I kind of I feel like, you know, it's cool to see, as I say, it's cool to see what's out there because it's, it's, I'm a big promoter of uh, just diversity in this media. Yeah, absolutely. And I really would like to see, you know, something that I'd like to be proven wrong at some point, you know? Yeah, if I'm if I'm wrong at something and somebody somebody else gets a big hit somewhere, it's like, well, you know what? They knew what was coming next. You know, right. somebody figured it out. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to get that a shot. Yeah, it's just that, you know, as as I'm plowing through the uh, the masses of comedy podcasts out there, it's amazing how many people are producing very similar types of product. You know, it's like yeah. how many, you know, podcasts you need where they're talking about a specific TV show. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, okay. It, honestly, the more specific you get, the better. That's why we do our podcasts, like my wife and I do our podcasts when we do, because it's... It's honed in on something very specific that we own, but also can relate to other people. Yes. So I think that's the key. I think that's one of the keys now. That's, that's good for people to know. Indeed. Uh, 
now that the, there are all these podcast networks forming up, my my fear is the next thing is it's going to begin to attract the attention of people that have actual money, like big corporations, yeah, and the big networks and whatnot. They're going to go, hey, wait a minute, there's a way for us to get in on this. Is that something you similarly see possibly happening, or do you say now this is going to stay pretty open for a while? Um, well, I kind of feel like, you know, because uh, Sideshow is a part of Levity Entertainment. So, you know, we work with our company, you know, so, so there's, even though they, we have a lot of our own way to just kind of just go about and do our business and stuff like that, you know, so it doesn't really, I don't, I, if, that, if that does happen, you know, with the, with the, with the networks and being more involved with that, because, I mean, Nerdist is the part of Legendary. Right. You know, so, I mean, they have, I mean, there's that too, and it. I think if the corporations get involved, they're going to want to keep it as original as possible. Just from my experience okay. and from seeing what Nerdist is able to do, right? You know, because I, I, it's something that's where you kind of forget that's a thing that ha- that, that happened for that. And but Nerdist is always Nerdist. They bought Nerdist. You know, we are sideshow. You know, we are who we are, and that's how it's probably going to be for a lot of these. Uh, you know, if, if it becomes where. You know, corporations buy up some of the shows and or some of these networks, and you, know, you see how it goes. Now, do you guys ever like offer advice to podcasts that are in the network? They maybe you guys try more of this or more of that. Or you just let people do what they're going to do. That's my job. That's basically my job every day is trying to work with talents, especially some talents that don't have any idea how to enter the podcast world. Like they kind of know about it. You know, like for example, like working with a talent like Patty, Patty Stanger. It's like you know, you work with her. You know, she's been doing a show for a couple of months, and it's like, well, maybe. Yeah, maybe it needs to be revived. Maybe something needs to be revised, added. You know, maybe something to help her out. She knows what she wants. Yeah. But you know, you want to work with somebody and kind of make them better. You want to get them to the next level, and that's you know, that's always a welcome, uh, always a welcome uh, part of my job. I feel that you know, benefit everybody benefits from it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what else in terms of maybe not anything to do with a network or anything like that, but uh, like you say, you do offer advice to people in your network or try and help them with a show. What's um, one great piece of advice for a person just starting out with their podcast? They're just kind of feeling their way into it and they're pretty naive about the process. What's something every good podcast should keep in mind? Off the top of my head, uh, I'm going to say be knowledgeable. Know as much about podcasting as you can. And I mean, not just like, how do I plug this in? How do I turn it on? How do I post it? It's like, know about the business. Because there's so much more to it than just what there was five, ten years ago. It's, it's, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, there's, there's, you know, every podcast is like serial now. You know, it's like, well, no, there's more to it. And, there's more, and that's where you might fit in. Because you don't know where you're going to fit in until you get there. And you got to know about, you know, places like Sideshow. Know about Suckatash. Know about, I mean, just know, like, where you can go to meet people and get advice and understand, like, just know all, know everything. Yeah. That's, 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 knowledge is knowledge is king. And I think that's the most important thing you guys can start now. That's great. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk to the, uh, the podcast universe about? Um, just uh, thank you. Thank you for being for supporting Sancho Network. Thank you for supporting uh, podcasting. Thank you for supporting guys like Mark and you know and folks hustling and uh, being generous and, uh, and, and and just keep keep it coming. 
and uh, if, feel free to hit me up on Twitter, Angry Hero Sean, S-H-A-W-N. And my podcast is Worst Collection Ever on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Audio Boom, uh, Fireside Chat, Fireside App, Jabbercast. It's all over. It's everywhere. Soon to feature Mark Hershon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're gonna do. We're getting new, uh, DC. I, I'm glad I remember that DC Comics presents. I got. I, that, that's a good one. I think him and Superman solve the mystery. Okay. Cool. Excellent. We're gonna do that. Excellent. Thanks, Sean. You're welcome, buddy. Look forward to talking to you on your show. Like God. Later. You've been listening to Suckatash, the comedy podcast podcast with your host, Mark Hershon. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuckatashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Smart Radio, and on SoundCloud. You can also hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Suckatash Show. Email us at ma. RC at or call into the Suckatash hotline at our non-toll-free call number, 818-921-7212. Suckatash is produced and engineered with the kind assistance of Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, home of the hit. Our associate producer is Tyson Saner. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Until next time, I am your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the succotage. Goodbye.